listener production. Hi, it's me, Ashla Carlson, and you're listening to That's Enough Already. Now, this week, my guest is Spanky Jackson, Mother Tucker in the house. Spanky dives into what it was like not only being on the set of RuPaul's Drag Race, but winning the whole damn competition. Queen, slay, hope that wasn't a spoiler. She has some very strong opinions about Tom Cruise and his youthful aesthetic. We collectively come up with a new educational school program that teaches the importance of giving way on footpaths. We're touching on real issues here today. But Spanky starts off by sharing a traumatic experience, being caught in Queensland humidity during a sports game in full drag and no heels. Ooh, the drama. That's quite enough. Oh, just, just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. It shush, please. Uh-uh. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Shut up. Oh, shush. So here was me, honestly, day walking, drag. Uh. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, it'll be in this, like, private place. No, babes, it was at, like, a mall. And I decided to wear no stockings and just slides. Yeah. And I'm walking through full drag through the shopping mall during the daylight and everybody's going to some sports game. It was just fabulous. It was such a great experience. In Brisbane. Yeah. Always so fucking new, man. <laughs> it was so hot. Oh, my God, I was going to die. I was going to die. It was so hot. I cannot say, like, my balls stick to my legs <laughs> when I walk in, around in Brisbane. I can't even fucking imagine. I'm, like, you're a, you're a mother tucker. Uh, I'm a fucking mother tucker uh, when I'm there. I relate, girl. Honestly, my nuts are so huge <laughs> and they still stick to me all the time. It's awful. Awful. Brisbane was awful for nut sticking. Yeah. People people don't think about that. I mean, obviously. I know. They um, don't care you about know, I'm a I'm a bigger unit. <laughs> but when I'm fucking there, I'm like, I don't know how people live here. Or when I see other fatties that live <laughs> in Brisbane, I'm like, oh Byron Bay. Byron Bay blew my mind. I saw a fat woman in Byron Bay. I wanted to go up to her and go, how the fuck do you do it? How do I you know. breathe in this It's awful, eh? Like it, awful. Hi, um, where where are you now? I'm in Palmy. We're in the in Palmerston North. So for those playing the home game, Palmerston North is in the middle of the North Island, sort of to the bottom left. Yeah. Um, and it's next to a place called Fielding, which is yes. the entertainment hub of New Zealand. <laughs> um, That's where I grew up. Like I grew up in Fielding. Really? Yes, girl. Yeah. My ex-wife is from no. Fielding. No, are you serious? Um, yeah, she was born there in that that uh, maternity hospital. No. That's there in Fielding. Oh my god. Yeah. Small yeah. world. And it, yeah. So you went back because you lived in Melbourne for 12 years and then you went back to Palmy yeah. to take care of your dad. Yeah. And what was it like? I mean, fuck, you could not get more different <laughs> from Melbourne working the clubs yeah. to going yeah. back to Palmy. It's like doing a handbrake in a submarine. Like <laughs> there's just no fucking, uh, honestly, yeah. I can't think of two things more different. Mm. What was that like? Um, going from Melbourne back to Fielding, especially back to my, because I went back to my parents' house. So I was back in my, like, in my bedroom, my same bedroom again at home. I was kind of already at a level in Melbourne. So everything that's good that's happened to me came from coming home. And my dad's doing great now. So it's, you know, it's all gravy, you know. I don't regret it. But that's so important, though, to to be able to see... Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff where you go, you basically had to start over, yeah. right? Yeah. But then there's power in that too. It's like when you immigrate or when you lose your job, like I obviously immigrant um, had to start over yeah. and I was like 
you know, a, a manager in South Africa. I was like doing really well. And then moved here and started over again and then, you know, then started in a new industry. So, But the thing is, if you can just keep in mind that it's a clean slate. It's not about rebuilding yourself even. You don't need to be what you were before. You can just fucking start and be, you know, go a whole new direction. And that's great. And it's usually for the better. I mean, fuck, look at you now. Uh, you won Drag Race. Girl, you had like that hit right in the heart just then, that hit right in home. Honestly, uh, what's your family like? Are they supportive? Oh, my family's amazing. My mum and dad are brilliant. Like, they are everybody's adopted parents. They are my biggest cheerleaders and supporters. And, uh, yeah, they're just that incredible, you know. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for them. And they adopted me when I was two. I'm a product of those two people. Like, I really am. Uh... My dad is a hilarious comedian. Uh, my mum, all of my love and warmth and support comes from her. She gives it to everybody. She's just incredible. And, yeah, that's how I got here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's them. But it does. It, it shows when, when you meet someone, you go, I can almost picture your parents. Oh. You know, like I can. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. No, but, I mean, when you meet a cunt, yeah. you're like, oh, I can picture your parents too. Even when people write shit on your Facebook page or whatever, you go, I can imagine right? fucking raising you. Yeah. Imagine you being in that house. Yeah. And just hearing the shit that would have come out of your parents' mouths and you have, you know, been raised in this like a mushroom just in a whole tray of shit and you, you're trying to rise up but the shit stays inside you forever. You know, you can never wipe all the shit out of a mushroom. It's it's impossible. You know what, Ursula? I agree, you know. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Listen, um, you know, like online, there's always this shit about, um, you know, when the drag queens read stories to kids and then people just lose their fucking oh, minds. Yes. What is your take on that? The way I put it is people are quite happy to go at Christmas time and take their child to go and sit on some old guy's lap at the mall because it's Santa and have a photo with it. And you're totally okay with that. We're not even discussing that. But you don't know that person. But this drag queen is sitting there as a caricature. It's no different from somebody on stage. It's a costume. We need to stop looking at it as drag and start looking at it as something that we need to be exploring. It's fabulous. I've got two friends here in New Zealand who run Rainbow Storytime across New Zealand and schools and teach about acceptance and... They'll face the same thing across New Zealand. Like people, they did a tour and like people vandalised the buildings and had people picketing. And it's like, get a grip. Why aren't you picketing about some real life issues? It's a character. It's like you don't look at Tom Cruise and think he's a fucking spy, <laughs> you dumb cunt. Like, you know. <laughs> no, that's so true. Hey, can we just talk about yeah. Tom Cruise for one second? Because yes. I feel... Do you feel like he's been drinking some kind of special juice? I mean, I looked up his age the other day and I, he was like, I think he's like 60. Like, if you look at him, I was like, he, it looks like time has stopped. Or maybe Scientology is the answer. Uh, you don't know. Like, hey, maybe we all need to follow Jesus. Oh, uh, fuck, who knows? I mean, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, what kind of voodoo are they offering? I mean, I'd rather have wrinkles than go into, into some weird religion. I agree. Fuck, how do you just suddenly start believing all this, like, stuff? 
I don't get that. I know, I know. I, no, I think it's slowly. It's like no, no one. It's yeah. like meeting an adult who never found out that Santa isn't real. I, I struggle with the ones who like suddenly like were very different before, and then suddenly now you're like extreme. It's extreme. You know when you have a friend who goes from just you know hanging out, <laughs> eating meat, drinking beer, not a problem, yeah. and then, and the then they go vegan and healthy, and oh. then then you kind of go, I wanna, I wanna see things your way, but it's too fucking much. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I can't, I can't, I can't give my head around. But and oh. now, you know what affects me more with that? It's like now I have because I'm a bit of a housewife, like and a bit of a hostess when I'm yeah. at home. So the way yeah. I look at that is I was like, great. So now you've added extra work because now I have to make a vegan dish. Yeah. Oh, I just I just don't invite those people. <laughs> I mean, they're halfway out the door anyway because I'm like, no, nah, fuck you. Yeah, there's a salad. That's it. You know, here's yeah. some bread. No, I, uh, when they gluten-free oh. and vegan, I'm like, can you bring your own yeah. meal? I'll heat it up for you. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to try that. I'm down for that. So a friend of mine is gluten-free. Yeah. And she's like, uh, can you do gluten-free? I went, yeah, well, sure. How hard can it be? And then she hits me with this one, and I didn't even know it was a fucking thing. Spices need to be gluten-free too. Uh, what? There's gluten no. and spices. And I went, get the fuck out. I'm not even kidding. The spices you buy from the supermarket, there's gluten in there. She can't eat that. I'm like, bring your own food. Okay. that's See, that's valid. I still buy all my spices from a South African shop because oh, good. New Zealand spices are so fucking bland. They are. Like, they are. They don't feel very fresh, eh? It's like. No. It's like, oh, this feels like I'm just, I don't know, dabbing the ass instead of really getting in there. <laughs> Girl, I love dabbing the ass. Yeah, I just love that. We need to normalise dabbing the ass but not really getting in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get involved. Ask you something. What was it like being on RuPaul's? Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the whole process and doing the show? I loved every second of it. It was the most challenging, hard thing, beast that you could ever, you know, be part of. And I had, you know, I thought I was out in the beginning and then I fucking smashed it from there on in. So, um, yeah, I, it was the most, I have nothing bad to say about it. Even my downfalls and things like that were all great learning yeah. experiences. And, uh, it's made me, you know, a better drag queen today. And now yeah. I have the privilege of being able to go and just continue to entertain the world. And, uh, I, I'm yeah. stoked. Like how the hell was five weeks ago, I was in a classroom of children and here I am, like, you know, we're in sold-out Horton yeah. Pavilion and things like that. So it's just wild. You won, you won Drag Race. Your life is in a completely different trajectory. Are you going to, you're touring the States? So there is talk of me touring, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. The deal's not done yet, yeah. but I would love to. Yeah. I would love nothing more than to just go completely across the world. Um, we're doing yeah. Edinburgh Festival in August, um, so we'll Amazing. be there. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of great opportunities that have come, and I can't even believe, like, I'm even in this position. It's just um, it's wild to me. I just am yeah. grateful. Have you been to Edinburgh? No, but I'm, I'm half Scottish, half Kiwi. So yeah. my last name's Macbeth. And my, my boy yeah. name's Blair Macbeth. So 
Yeah. Um, my dad is Scottish. So it's, oh, yeah. Well, maybe you are related to my ex-wife because her family is Scottish. Oh, they didn't grow up in Fielding. We were the only Macbeths in Fielding. Oh. And we didn't hang around other Scots oh. people. We're not like a Scottish family. Like, we weren't doing oh, okay. a jig every fucking Saturday night. You know what I mean? I <laughs> know, oh, neither. Is it. It's just her mum. Her mum moved oh. over from Scotland. Her mum's from Edinburgh. Right. And she she worked at the New World for many, many years. So if you've ever been into the Fielding oh, New World I with a Scottish lady. The, the Scottish, oh, babes. So the Scottish lady with short the short hair. hair. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
What's the other thing? And the other thing is when people make plans, your friends make plans, and then they decide to pull out every time, all the time. <sighs> That's annoying. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not great. I mean, I totally get it uh, because I always have I'm, – I'm one of these people that go, I don't want to go. I don't feel yeah. like it. I, I make the plans. And My, then, but it's all internal. Uh, it's yeah. internal. Like I, I go, fuck, I don't want to go. I don't yeah. want to go. But then once I'm there, I, I have a great yeah. time. Yeah. But it's just to get my ass out the door. It's annoying. Oh, but, oh. yeah, tell me something that yeah. shits you. Come on, put something out there. Oh, literally fucking everything <laughs> like that. People texting or people that – Stop, and it's usually a specific group of, like, age people, like, you know, say people in their mid-40s to mid-50s, white people, standing in the middle of a mall chatting. Oh, yes. And you're like. Yes, and they're like, Stand in the for way. the fucking yes. side or go to coffee club where you belong and sit there and fucking chat. <laughs> Absolutely. Send them to coffee club because I don't support those people. Yeah. They can get fucked. Or even people, you know, when you're walking and then. They walk on the wrong side. Like we live in New Zealand. There's so if you're two, on the side, it's a two-way walk lane. Left. It's a lane. It's yeah, a lane. but you walk on the left-hand side and pass yes. on the right. Exactly the- like it would in the- Don't fucking come at me on the wrong side and expect me to move. Ah, that's so true. Melbourne's terrible yeah. for it. And- it's worth, and because their their sidewalk, you know, their pavements, their sidewalks are so narrow yeah. in some locations. Then you kind of go, okay. You walk left and then someone else comes and then the uglier person has to step into <laughs> yes, the street. Yes. Because you don't want to risk a beautiful person getting hit by a uh, car. It has to be the ugly one that is. steps off. But then some people don't realise how ugly they are uh, and they expect I, you to step <laughs> off. And then you just end up colliding. You're the ugly one. You get in the fucking street. Like other people, you look at them, you go, oh, you're beautiful. I'll go in the street. No worries. But when you see an go and they keep coming in like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Where's your self-confidence yeah. from? Get in the street. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I agree. That's This is real life. This is real life. These yeah. are real world problems this, and we should be addressing yeah. these but, things. And eventually it will be right. picked up by someone going, we have to – like they do road safety. This it's is for be your safety. Walk on the right, it's going to be walk on the right side of the path. You know, yeah. it's going to be hugs, not drugs, 2.0 yeah. at schools. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Walk on the right <laughs> side. I can see the jingle. Like I can feel it. Ask some matching outfits. You'll have to do my makeup. <laughs> I can do that. Let me ask you, what's the one thing about you that shits you? Oh, uh, what shits me about me is that I'm, I get impatient. Like, I'm a patient. My patience is very thin. Um, it's annoying because sometimes that patience is very thin. Um, but, yeah, now that shits me about me. I see that as a positive, though. I don't see that as a – because that's the kind of thing that moves you forward. That's that's like a propeller. Yeah. Impatience is a propeller. Yeah. You need it, and society needs you to to have it because if we if you don't have impatient people – we would all just be stuck at a at a crossing somewhere <laughs> where someone has a broken down car and we all just go, no, no, you take your time. Don't worry about it. Ah, that's so true, yeah. You need that one person in a situation where you go, oh, fuck, someone's going to pop off. Someone's going to pop off. 
and lose their shit. This is it. Yeah. Hi, thank you so much for coming on my podcast and and for oh, thank you for having me. It's such a laugh, honestly, and I love all these connections. This is quite weird. Yeah, it's It's like we are so interlinked. I think eventually we would have um, ended up in a at a dinner party together anyway, looking at the vegan and the gluten free cunt. We would have. We would have been drinking in the corner. Yeah. The two of us would have been cackling yeah, like schoolgirls. Yeah. I did use some gluten yeah. s- um, spices. <laughs> Let's see how bad then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck them in the gluten free yeah. spices. They're not thicker. Like, they can bring their I own. I mean, food. you know, all you, just fart. Like, some stuff make all of us gassy, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, it's life. You know, I agree, girl. Fucking fart it out. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. Supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Big Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know. But definitely share it with a friend. Thank you.